0: Salmon Valley Baptist Church, and it is a pleasure to be with you today on Ksra Radio.
1: And I am Trey Sapp. We want to welcome our listeners from Into the Western Wild, the podcast. We're thrilled you're here today, and uh, we're excited to continue this study in uh, First John chapter two. We are. We are. I'm also
0: excited, just to be honest, that there's no smoke in the sky. That's right. There's a little snow on top of the peaks this morning. I'm a little
1: excited about that, too. It's a
0: beautiful day here on
1: the banks of the Salmon River. The
0: folks that live around here will appreciate that. And the folks who don't live around here, bless your heart.
1: I wish you could appreciate what we're seeing around here right now. You know, <laughs> September a wonderful time of the year around here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah we've we've had some smoke, but we had some rain last night, and, and things are kind of crystal. It's like a uh, HD out there. And there's your weather update for today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, um,
0: Trey, the last time we were on here last week, last podcast, last radio, um, we were in First John chapter two, verses eighteen through twenty-seven.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, we may have been a little ambitious trying to do the whole thing, but that that's how we are, isn't it?
0: Well, we weren't ambitious to do the whole thing. We were just we shouldn't have tried to do it in one show. In that's one right. setting. That's so, right. So uh how about reading that passage for us today? It divides very easily, thankfully. And uh we'll we'll kind of recap what we did last time and then move forward and complete that passage
1: today. So we are Going to continue out of the book of 1 John, the second chapter, and I'm going to begin in verse 18. Dear children, the last hour is here. You've heard that the Antichrist is coming, and already many such Antichrist have appeared. From this, we know that the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged with us. Otherwise, they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved they did not belong to us. But you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you His Spirit, and all of you know the truth. So I'm writing to you, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between the truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either, but anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So, you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life He has promised us. I'm writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what He teaches is true. It's not a lie. So just as He has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. Mm.
0: So what we looked at last time was kind of to sum it up, I guess, is characteristics of of the Antichrist. And the passage talks about the last hour. Uh, you know, we talked about the last days or the final stage of history. Uh, the passage talked about the Antichrist, capital A, you know, and, and we talked about the fact that that's a real person that will come in the very, very last moments of, of human history on this earth. That's right. And then many antichrist. Um, little a, many. And when we talked about that, what are the characteristics of the Antichrist or those Antichrists, many Antichrists? And basically the foundation or the bottom line to that is that um, these are people who oppose Christ. And they oppose... um, the teachings about Christ and we're not going to go all the way back into that again and I said this passage divides easily because it's it first begins talking about the characteristics of Antichrist and then in in verse 20 it says but you
1: yeah there's a change there's a turn there's
0: a contrast there yeah There's, there's this description of the past but you in verse 20 so we got to say okay who is this but you who's he writing to that's right verse 18 said dear children that's John's favorite description for his audience, and uh, um, we've talked about this in the past, it's born ones, those who have been born into Christ, those who know Jesus Christ, they're believers in Christ, they're followers of Christ, those that know him. And it's just quite simple. You are not like that. That's right. You are not like that. For the Holy One has given you His
1: Spirit. And that's a huge statement right there. Oh, my goodness. We kind of... We don't take it for granted, but I mean, that's... It almost becomes familiar because it's a theme we run into in the New Testament. But this... We need to pause right here. This is a big, big, big deal. Oh, man, this is a huge deal. The Holy
0: One has given you his spirit, it says right there in verse 20. I'm circling things on my notes right now, even as we start to do this. And then down in verse twenty-six, you have or twenty-seven, you have received the Holy Spirit and He lives
1: within you. Yeah. This is Go ahead and explain that for yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is what I know. This is a reality right. that does not exist in the Old Testament, but you get some inkling that even the prophets of old are kind of looking forward and wondering at this time when the Holy Spirit of God would dwell with His people. Right. Um, one of my friends recently, we were going back into the Old Testament for some things, uh, and... We were, we were starting in the New Testament, going backwards into the Old Testament to connect some dots that we were looking at. At that point, we we're in the book of John, the, the gospel of John. Yeah. So same author. And uh, one of the things that, that we we're looking at was at, in that prologue in John 1, the word becomes flesh and dwells with us. And it's the same word Tabernacle. The tabernacle in the temple was the presence of God with the people of God. Mm -hmm. When Jesus showed up, He was the presence of God with the people of God. Yeah. But from that point forward, He says He's going to give us the Holy Spirit. So the presence of God with the people of God no longer resides in a location in a temple or a tabernacle. Right. It doesn't reside within a a uh, individual where Jesus, God in flesh and bone, is on earth with us. The presence of God with the people of God is in each believer through the holy spirit he lives within you and so i mean if you're an <clears throat> old testament believer follower of god and there's you have any inkling that that god is going to dwell in the people of the future and they're not even going to realize how big a deal that is that's <laughs> it right. kind of blows your mind that's right <laughs> yeah
0: Joel chapter 2 is probably one of those clear places in the Old Testament that it talks about, you know, he's going to pour out his spirit on the believer and they're going to indwell the believer. But then Jesus begins to talk about it with his disciples. You know, I'm going to be going away, but don't worry. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you my spirit. Yeah. And and here he is talking about it again in 1 John. The Father, the Holy One, has given you his spirit. It's not like, you know, it's it's not like I've given my child my name, but it is. Yeah. It's not like I've my child has attributes that are like mine, but it is. Yeah. It's that and even more. It's that and more. That and <laughs> more. Exactly that and more. Exactly right. Yeah. It is the very presence. You have received the Holy Spirit and he lives
1: within you. And it's not That's a incredible. piece of God. No. Not a fragment of God. Like we're. No, it's God's the not fullness. dividing himself up between all the different believers and everybody gets a piece. Right. It is we each get the fullness of the presence of God, the, the chance to know God, to be indwelled by God, the power of God in us. Now. When we hear that, that sounds a little bit, you know, if if that's an unfamiliar concept, that can sound a little Hollywood. That can sound a little, you know, uh, Gandalf and the wizards kind of deal. Like what's going on?
0: I have three times read this one line. Number four, and he lives within you.
2: Yeah, that's
0: that is monumental. That's right. That means there is no reason to go someplace to seek the presence of God. Now we do. The scripture tells us that where two or more are gathered in his name, that he's in their presence right. and there's something quantitatively different about the gathering of believers to worship Christ than right. there is the individual life. Right. But we don't have to go up to Jerusalem.
1: We don't have to make a pilgrimage somewhere to
0: We we don't have to go to Mecca. Yeah. You know, we don't have to go to look well, the presence of God dwells in a temple someplace right. and we've got to go to that place. That's not what the New Testament teaches about people who follow Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's not what it teaches at all. The Spirit of God. He gives you His Spirit, and that Spirit dwells within you. You're not like that, for the Holy One has given you His Spirit. And here's the first difference that that makes.
1: And all of you know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's important for us to realize that His Spirit is also not a separate being. It's not the yeah. Holy One, like the lead God, sending like a lesser being. Mm-hmm. This is the fullness of God. Yeah. In a form, in a manner that dwells within us. And so that means that the author of truth dwells in the believer. So, and of course. Works. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, truth would be a part of this.
0: Well, in John chapter 16, back to the gospel of John, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, when the spirit of truth comes, he calls him the spirit of truth there. Right. He will guide you into all truth. So I'm writing to you, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. All of you know the truth. How, How could that possibly be? Well, because the spirit of truth... One of the attributes of the Holy Spirit in us is He will guide the follower of Christ in truth. Yeah. How handy is that? Yeah. How amazing that 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 God would say, "I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my Spirit. We're going to have this relationship. We're, we're going to you're going to have the fullness of my presence within you, uh, but not just to hang out and be cool." And and uh not so that you can do some kind of neat trick or something like that. But 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 he says he will guide you in truth. How valuable is that? I mean, how incredible is that? You'll know the difference between truth and lies. Now, when I read that Trey, when I just read that, I cannot help but read that sitting right here in the uh in 2021 and the going you know what we live in a deceptive culture yeah and a deceptive world you pick any issue you want to pick and on either side of that issue if it's a political issue if it's a healthcare issue if it's a i don't care what it is yeah if it's an issue that affects more than 3 or 4 people in the world around us there are people that are misleading and misguiding and being deceptive. Yeah. And it, it could be a what color are we going to paint the bathroom issue? Oh, it could be. That's exactly <laughs> right. But there's somebody in their mother's basement at two o'clock in the morning printing something on the internet to go, here's what it really is. And, and it's, it's just lies. It's propaganda yeah. from any direction. I, I'm not, please don't hear me trying to say, I bet he's talking about this or that. I mean yeah. everything right now.
1: Yeah. Well, and we, we need to clarify, too, um, to our listeners, it's it's important for us to understand that when we say the Spirit of God lives in the follower of Christ, those that have accepted Christ and have a relationship with Him, the Spirit of God lives in there. And then they they know the truth because that author of that truth, it, it could be easy for that to sound like a, a self-righteous, like, we've got it, you need to listen to us, and and the reality is if we take that the way john is writing it it is a humbling reality it is not a self-righteous uh, puffing us up or puffing up our church or our club it's not a puffing up reality it's a humbling reality of holy moly the spirit of god <laughs> dwells with us yeah. and if we are in the presence of god we are i mean the position that we take in the presence of god should be on our knees in Utter yes. humility, and so when we say that we are, um, we we have this gift of knowing the truth. It doesn't even necessarily mean we're all going to agree on every issue. It's more like the priorities have been rearranged. We see that the realities of God and the gospel is so much above any of the temporary kind of realities of this earth. Right. It's not a political stance. It's this thing. It's this reality and this truth that transcends Politics and it transcends um, success in our jobs, and it transcends success in this world. It it's bigger than all that. So it's it's not hey, well Christians have the the political stance that is correct because they know the truth. Yeah, it no, is. That's not it. They have a truth that is so much bigger than any political stance. Oh, I'm about to say something controversial here. Yeah, Christians have
0: a wide variety of political stances. That's right. They really do. Um, The media would like to think that all Christians vote just like this, or all Christians believe just like that. Um, but, But those political issues are not part of the tenet of Christianity. Yeah. And you could be... Christian who lives in a certain area or a Christian with a different ethnic background or a Christian with all kinds and and politically. but, But that's not what this is talking about. It's not. It's just not. You know the difference between the truth and the lies. Will the Holy Spirit give us insight and direction and discernment? Absolutely. We know the difference between the truth and the lies concerning God.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the context of this is really the person of Jesus. Right. Antichrist uh-huh. are lying about who Jesus is. Yeah. What believers know the truth that they have is the reality of who Jesus is. Exactly. And that's the that is the primary reality that shapes everything else.
0: And the reality is that transcends. The reason this matters though in everyday life is it transcends yes. still all the other foolishness that's out
1: there. That's right.
0: Because the believer can wade through it and go, you know what? That really doesn't matter. Yeah. That on the scope of eternity, that does not matter. Yeah, and I'm not going to spend my time there. Yeah, I'm not going to live in that. That's right. I'm not going to be just totally hung up on, you know, what the news or what the world or what my neighbor or whatever. And, and you know, yeah. it, the truth is Jesus Christ reigns. Yeah. The truth is He created this earth. The truth is that He came, lived on this earth so we could have a relationship with Him, and so that we could live with Him and t- eternally.
1: Yeah. And to know that uh, He is in charge, oh, and yeah. I am not. Oh, yeah. It's not my will. Mm-mm. It's His will that matters. And he, my dad used to to boil some things down this way. He'd say, you know, I there's a couple things I know. Uh, there is a God, and I'm not Him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and right? if you
1: kind of start there, there's some important truth that lays out. And, and that's what John is doing for his readers originally, and for us today, is... He's really primarily focused on the person of Christ, because if we get that right, the rest of the priorities of life kind of fall in line. There's a whole lot, you know, what do we believe about any political matter? Um, Well, first off, I believe who Jesus is. Right. And then that informs the decisions I make down that line. Absolutely. Because... That also means my primary directive is to introduce those around me to have a relationship with Jesus and then introduce those around me to who He is. Exactly right. And whatever furthers that better, that's the direction that the Lord's going. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We kind of hinted around what we're about to read in verses 24 and 25. So you must remain faithful. Right. Listen, there's a responsibility here. The Spirit's going to guide us in truth. But but you know what? We can quench the Spirit. We can ignore the Spirit. We can ignore God. Anybody who's out there who's a follower in Christ can, can tell you, man, there were times that I did not listen to what the Lord was trying to show me, teach me, or tell me. And this is how I stepped in it and how I failed and how I blew it. You must remain faithful to what you've been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life He promised us. Oh, look at this! We're going to be—you're yeah. going to be in fellowship. The Spirit, the presence of God is living in you. The Spirit. You're going to be in fellowship with the Son and the Father. But by the way, we have the
1: Trinity right here in this passage. That's right. The Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. And and He's making it very clear we can't separate out. No. Um, he, he he talks about how if you if you have the Son, you have the Father. If you deny the Son, you don't have the Father. There's this this unity that we cannot divide. We can't divide Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We And we can't even fully explain Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But what we can do is look into this and say, this is the Word of God speaking to us. It tells us about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let's accept it for what it is. Yeah. If it is big truth that we need to Understand, exactly. and even if we can't fully wrap our minds around it, let's accept it as truth. Mm-hmm. And that's—it's kind of this baseline that he's building everything else on. Absolutely, <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now that you know, that's a whole other podcast, probably to try
0: and explain. Oh, oh, I started <laughs> to say we're going to get into uh, um, the last few verses here, verse twenty-six through twenty-seven. This is the second time he's saying here, I am writing these things. Yeah, um, He said before, I'm writing, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. In verse 26, I'm writing these things to warn you about those who long to lead you astray. Yeah. You know what? If he's writing that, that means as a Christian, even filled with the Holy Spirit, that I can be led astray. Yeah. so. He's, he, I'm writing to warn you of that. Yeah. We can't just say, well, I'm a Christian and I know the truth. Yeah. We can say that. That's true. But we can be arrogant and foolish in that. And the key to this is 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 how tight we are in our relationship. Yeah. How we maintain fellowship with, with God. Yeah. So I'm writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you've got <laughs> what I like to say is an unfair advantage. That's right. You have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what He teaches you is true. It is not a lie. So just as He has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. Trey, this passage is not saying you don't need teachers. That's right. Because Scripture is the best way to interpret Scripture. Yeah. You know? We could take this right out of context, right off of this page and go, so see, you don't need teachers. (laughs) Um, You you can, you know, just build a compound and... Come up with your own system or something of that nature, <laughs> and that's not true. That's no, not it's true. not giving we're, us that. We're kind created of license. to be in fellowship, yeah. And 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 in the rest of the New Testament, there is the expressions of gifting of teachers, yes, and that God give to the church, you know, teachers and pastors yeah.
1: and and prof on and on and on. Well, <laughs> and the reality is, the Holy Spirit's not just in me; it's it's in you; it's in oh, that's right. The others; it's in the teacher; it's mm-hmm. there's so much that I learn from you, Pastor Mike, because the Holy Spirit used you in my life. And right. that's our prayer for our, our listeners today, is that the Holy Spirit would be the primary teacher, even if he's using our voice.
0: Well, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Trey, uh, all of us, at some point, we've learned something from a child.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: A child has spun words in a way that we just went, "Oh my goodness, that's so amazing!" Yeah, you know, or whatever. God uses that. God uses the body, so we do what He's saying in this passage. And went, "You don't need anybody to teach you what's true." Yeah, you should recognize that. That's right. So if somebody's coming along and saying, "Oh, I know, I know you're a Christian, but let me show you," that's right. This new teaching.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh-uh. heard something new from God that let that's going to change it all. Tell you. <laughs>
0: I mean, I know Jesus said that no man knows the time or the hour of his return, but we figured it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can be pretty certain
0: they're That's a lie mistaken. <laughs> from... No, they're not mistaken. That's a lie from hell. <laughs> they may be wonderful people, but they have been misled by the father of lies, and they're not listening to the spirit of the living God. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say to him here. Look, you don't need somebody to come along and tell you what truth is. Jesus is truth. John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He is the truth. Listen, if there's something that's true uh, uh, about the physics of flight, you know how long that's been true? Yeah, forever. It was true in the before beginning. Before an airplane. <laughs> before an airplane. That's exactly right. You know, I mean, the Lord Jesus Christ understood flight physics before we knew what it was. That's right. Um, and he knows. Tr- Listen, if 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 a researcher finds a cure for cancer, you know where truth comes from. It's it's from God Himself. Yeah. I don't care what truth it is. It is
1: sourced in he, Jesus Himself. He
0: is Himself yeah. truth. And so you don't need anybody to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know and what He teaches you true. So just as He's taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. It comes wow. back down to that again. Remain in this relationship. Foster your relationship. Um,
1: so, Mike, if, if a person today wanted to take a step, they wanted to receive the Spirit of God in them, so that they could know Christ and have a relationship with Christ. And and we're not tar- talking sorcery when we're talking no. about the Spirit. We are talking no. about true relationship with God and an indwelling of the Holy Spirit of God that He literally desires, wants to come and live with you. The listener today that wants to make that decision, that wants to experience that— what advice would you give them today?
0: I love what you said there, man. It's not like we're talking this crazy weird stuff. We're reading from the Bible. Yeah. Okay? We're, we're literally reading from the Bible as we're talking through this passage today. Yeah. This is not a Baptist thing. This is not a, uh, uh, you know, you pick a denomination kind of thing. We're reading Scripture and just this is what the Bible says. And I, I went back to that passage a minute ago, John fourteen six. Jesus told him, I'm the way, the truth and the life and no one can come to the Father except through me. in this passage right here, remain in your fellowship with Christ yeah we come into fellowship and relationship with God with the Spirit of God through belief and faith and trust in Jesus Christ. yeah. That that, that, that that opens that door yeah. into a personal relationship with God in which the Spirit of God comes and lives within us. And we enjoy, as this passage says, eternal life. That's not in heaven one day. Well it is, but eternal life starts right this moment.
1: It's a both and.
0: Yes. <laughs> it is what is and what is yet to be.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh it's through Jesus Christ. It's the only way.
1: Yeah, he's pretty exclusive in that.
0: Just believing what Jesus says about himself, Jesus, believing what the Bible says about Jesus, putting my faith and trust in him. And what it says is that I have failed, that I sin, I'm in need of forgiveness, and I'm in need of, of his um, His care, yeah. his his love, his, his mercy, his grace, his yeah. rescue. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Trey, that just begins as we simply confess, Jesus, I, I believe in who you are. I know that I've done wrong. I know I've sinned and and I want this relationship. I, I, I want to know you. I want to be filled with your spirit and I, I want to know you as my Lord and Savior. I confess my sin
1: and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. If that's your decision today, that's your desire, I want to lead you in a prayer to invite the Holy Spirit of God to come and dwell with you. Lord Jesus, we love you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you so much for dying on the cross for my sins. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for you to come into my life. I ask for you to take over control. I can't do this on my own anymore, Lord. I need you, and I need your salvation. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving me so much that you've come to live with me. Thank you so much for this home in heaven forever. And friend, if that's your desire and that was your prayer, we want to welcome you into the family of God and we want to walk with you in these first steps. You can contact us at salmonvalleybaptist.org. On the Connect page there, we'd love to get in touch with you and just walk with you uh, talk with you during these first few days of your new relationship with Christ. Jesus, from from us here in Salmon we grow. want to send our greetings and we'll see you next time on end of the Western life oh, Jesus put him in control.